Yay. <clears throat> All right, ready? Yeah. Welcome to Just Listed. I'm Amy Fox along with Re... Joanna Re Real Estate by Joe Raw. Okay. <laughs> Rewind. Welcome to Just Listed. I'm Amy Fox, along with Joanna Biesda from Real Estate by Joe and Company here in Alexandria. We've got another edition of our Boss Lady mm -hmm. episode. So who'd we bring in, Joe? Well, I want to introduce her, but I'll let Crystal introduce herself. I'm Crystal Christensen with Studio C Salon. Awesome. So welcome. Thanks Thank for you. Coming in. I understand this is your first podcast ever. My first podcast ever. Oh, Should we tell her how she ended up on it? Yes, let's tell the story. She was making fun of me at a pool party. She's like, <laughs> boss lady, huh? <laughs> I was. And I was like, really? You're a boss lady? Mm, what does boss lady mean to you, she asks. Do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> mm -hmm. Sure, I'll be on your podcast. <laughs> it was a pretty cool conversation, too. We started just chatting, and it ended up as a group of ladies. Remember that? We were talking. All the girls were chatting. Yes, about or ladies we're talking about groups of women and what is a boss lady and what does it mean to you and there was so what's the answer crystal what does boss lady mean to you do you like the term not love it you know i'm i'm hot and cold with it okay um i i i am a boss lady um i do run a business i run my household i run life yep um Touché. to 110 percent of what i can do um, most of the time I, uh, I need, uh, more hours in the day and more days in the week to accomplish everything that I can accomplish. Um, and sometimes I, I don't like it. You know, I am a boss, but I'm, I feel like I'm more of a leader. Yeah. Yeah. I see. And we were talking about that too. It's not even the boss, the lady part of it. For me, um, I don't always love the term boss. I do. I love the term leader. I think that's a great way to categorize it because you're, you are leading people. You want them to rise to their achievements too, you know, and their abilities. Well, and I think what makes some women a boss lady, or I think makes all women boss ladies is the reality is a lot of them run the household. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really what it is, is you're running so much, you're running life. And then you put the fact that you're running a business. She has employees. Mm -hmm. She has mortgages. You make decisions and you're a provider, right? Mm -hmm. Right. It's, um, it's a daily struggle. Bringing home the bacon and frying it up in a pan. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. <laughs> so tell me about your, your work life. You own Studio C here in Alexandria. I, yes, I own Studio C. I opened it in 2013, January of 2013. Um, it was in one location and I happened to buy um, a building let me see, four years ago, renovated it on Comis. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorite places. Um, I joke that if I had living quarters there, I might stay there a day or two a week. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Um, it's hair only. Okay. Just work from the neck up is, is what I say. Um, and I do the best that I can. You know, I love making women uh, feel beautiful, look beautiful. Um, in this day and age, when it comes to uh, social media is another topic that we're, we're probably going to discuss here with, with <laughs> Boss Lady. Um, social media is, it's a lot. And, yeah. it, and it, it shows what beauty is, you know, quotes, what's supposed to look like. And um, I think it can bring a lot of self-esteem down and um, hopefully in my chair, I can build them back up. 
I love that oh, that's outlook. Awesome. Yeah, because it is. I mean, it's unrealistic. I I have two teenage daughters, so I have to tell them all the time, like, you've got to just not worry about other what, women. Yes, other what people. other people think to know you're beautiful, and I mean, it's it's a lot just in my household. So I think what you do is great because it's the feeling beautiful from the inside out. I feel like a lot of women don't have. And it's and it's tough. Even um, for me, I catch myself not putting a picture up unless it has a filter on it or oh, I have touched mm-hmm. it up because mm-hmm. it's it's just what we do. And it's it's funny because the people in my life that are close to me, the other boss lady is especially one that's a photographer. She always corrects me on which filters I should use. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it real, Crystal. This is this one's more real. OK. Just, just send it. Send the link over, and I'll I'll put that one up instead. <laughs> That's funny. So, how did you um, end up becoming a salon owner? Were you a beautician beforehand, and then that was your dream to just own your own place, or what was that journey like for you? I love that you called me a beautician. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, hairstylist. Yes. Um, I've been in the industry for 28 years. I think I've been on every possible end of the industry. And uh, when I actually moved to Alexandria uh, from Minneapolis, I was an independent hairstylist there. Um, huge clientele that I loved dearly. It was hard giving that up, but I needed to. But at the same time, I got offered a great position um, with a company based out of L.A. And um, I took that position as a stylist to educate and travel around the U.S. And uh, so I took it for two years, and that's what I did. And then the family started, and um, I didn't want to travel anymore. So, yeah, I just pretty much fell into opening up Studio C was the next thing to do. So tell me a little bit more about being a hairstylist. And and you said you've been on every end of the industry. Mm -hmm. What does that industry all entail? Well, you've got behind the chair. You've got owning a salon. You've got working for distributors. You've got working for um, distributors and educating. You've got working for um, product companies to educate for. There's just so many facets of it that you can do. Um, Like I said, I was... Um, privileged enough to see all sides of the beauty industry, whether it is on the distribution distribution side, um, education side. I've traveled around the world educating other hairstylists. So it's it's been one hell of a ride, and I appreciate every minute of it. I've worked with some of the best hairstylists in the world, still do. Oh, that's awesome. And you learn things that little Alexandria or big Alexandria would never see. Essentially, right? You got some killer training, don't you? I do. Um, I don't like to brag too much. Mm-hmm. And I do have people that are like, you're a boss lady. Put it out there. People need to know. But I, it's really hard to talk about yourself. I don't know. It, maybe it's my generation, the Gen X or I, anyone younger doesn't seem to have a problem talking about themselves <laughs> on social media. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a big, I just, I shouldn't say a big issue with it. I just, I don't know. I feel like it's bragging Mm -hmm. you know women are not set up to do that they're not really Mm -hmm. set up to brag on themselves even when it's deserved and it's pretty much deserved by everybody we're all kicking butt in different ways right We, Mm -hmm. we are we all have our own talents and the one part of my life that i do have an ego is with hair with standing behind the chair and i have no problem saying that to people 
Um, but to actually write about it constantly about how good I am, that's very difficult for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is. Um, I recently, which I found interesting, was called Arrogant. And is is arrogance, there's a good arrogance and a bad arrogance right. in my book. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when you're a confident woman, it can be mm-hmm. portrayed as arrogant or stuck up. Stuck oh, up, exactly. Snotty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we yeah. always talk about how the adjectives are different for women versus men. Yeah, because the be- there are some men that you would call cocky right. or whatever, but most of the time it's they're confident, they're assertive, they're in control. Yeah, they're, they're strong, strong, strong. Yes, strong businessman. He's a strong businessman. Well, I'm a strong businesswoman. I'm confident, and I know what I'm doing. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, yet, she's arrogant. Whoa, but, she get ahead of herself. But I love that I was called arrogant, and I actually took it as a compliment. I'm like, well, you like this arrogant, charming woman, so here I am. Make <laughs> it work. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So who uh, who's in your household that you're in charge of? Who's in my house? Well, yeah. I've, got, I've got myself a husband. Yeah. And I got two kiddos that are 10 and 8, um, both in hockey. So, right. Oh. That's all I have to say is they're both in my hockey. My yeah. daughter just got done with youth hockey. She played yep. from 7 till she's 15 now. And it is, it's a mm-hmm. lifestyle. It is a full-time job. Yep. It's another full-time job that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a matter of fact, we just signed them up for hockey. So, we are geared up for the school year. <laughs> and uh, we've got some pets at home. I got a dog and two cats. Yeah, oh. it's all the things, and then you do. You end up and in charge do. of all. All the yep. kids say, "Oh, I'll do this." No, mm. they don't. Right. No, they don't. This is a conversation Amy and I have a lot because I have no pets, <laughs> and I grew up on a farm, and I refuse. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Yeah, we just got another dog, and mm-hmm. the, my daughters, my teenage daughters, fully capable. Nope, they don't help. No, nope. no, it's an everyday reminder. And feed the dog, feed the cat. Ugh, can't she do it? Ugh, can't she do it this time? I always do it. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, and then you're doing somebody's hair, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, we gotta get cat food." Yeah, <laughs> or something like, "Oh, yeah, swing by Fleet Farm." Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm lucky. I've I've got a great partner in life who um, we divvy up the tasks as much as we can. That's great. It is. It it helps a lot. It really does in life. So he helps me. Be able to do the things that I want to do and vice versa. But around the office, we were talking one day, a bunch of us women, just about how really the women in the household generally are the decision makers, even if you have a great partner, which Mm -hmm. I would say mine is too. He does a lot of the cooking. He does a lot of the cleaning. I mean, Mm -hmm. he holds up his end of the bargain. He does all the outside stuff. But it's like um, you just feel like you're running everything, all the appointments, all the things. You've got it all in your head. You're the calendar. Yes, we are the calendar. calendar. As a matter of fact, I was on a little girl's vacation last week. And before I left, it was I got all the school paperwork filled out, got all the appointments all lined up. Mm -hmm. Um, Today did the last and final thing, which was I had to call the school and I'm like, okay, I'm winning the world's okayest mom award because I'm way behind. And that's just the way it is. It's okay. It's okay to be the okayest mom uh, Joe and I always talk about how we're driving the hot mess express yeah. on yep. different days because sometimes you just if you see me barely... crying in my car alone, leave me alone. <laughs> That's what I wanted in a moment. But you love, but you love being a business owner. It was like that feel like settling for you. That's really what you wanted in life. Like you just feel really good about where you're at. 
It is. Um, you know, in my industry, hairstylists are very transient people. I was going to say it's a rough industry because I'm in, I'm a broker and I agents are super transient. Mm-hmm. You just like never know. They're there one day and they're gone. Mm-hmm. So that's like such an ebb and flow of a business owner. It is. And um, I did have two employees, one for seven years and one for nine years. And um, they were both um, I couldn't have ha- asked for better employees. They were amazing. And one took a life career change um, completely. And the other one wanted to start her own salon as well. So, you know, mm. another one, you know, they just you you mentor, you you help, you train, you grow, you lead, you do the best that you can do. And sometimes the little birdies got to fly away from the nest and do their yeah. own thing. And that's OK. But yeah. it's tough. It's it is tough. tough, but I am in a place where um, it was one of those things, again, that someone asked me, aren't you scared? Aren't you nervous? Don't you need to get more employees? Don't you need to do this? And I'm like, do you really think I would buy a building that I can't afford to be at by myself? Do you really think? Oh, I I know you're a very smart businesswoman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, That's just why sounded you like asked you questioned that. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even that, it, it's... That's the ability to shift, right? Being a boss lady is about having that strength and that confidence and being able to shift. Like, it doesn't mean it's the end of you. Doesn't mean we don't want to go in our car and cry for a little bit and be like, "Ah!" but then you get back out and you're like, okay, so how is this an opportunity? What's the learning experience Mm -hmm. I can get from this? Because now you have an opportunity to completely change your style, right? Now you had two employees and I've talked to off mic i've talked to crystal a couple times and i know she's a visionary (laughs) she's no dumb lady here (laughs) she's smart and this is like an opportunity really for you because you have some visions of taking the industry a different direction or you see it right i do i mean the uh, as in every industry things are a lot of moving parts and changing very quickly and um, i do definitely watch my industry and where it's going And um, when big changes happen, I know, like I said, I've had conversations with Joe about my life changes and I need to for me to decide what's best for me. It's like from one extreme to the other. I need to know all my options. Think about it for a good two weeks and then kind of feel good about a decision. And um, hopefully in the future with it now just being me, um, which takes a lot of stress off me um, to decide on my future and other aspects that I am pursuing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully Joe will be a part of those. Mm-hmm. But you have a very sure process, it sounds like, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that's the the other thing about being a leader is even though, you know, the cliche is that the only constant is change. People freak out when oh. there's change all the time. So if mm-hmm. you are someone who can navigate, whether it's yourself or your employees or your family through big changes, that already makes you a great leader. I think I think it's right. a unique thing to not just freak out when things change. Right. And if even if you freak out, you can freak out, but you have to keep it together. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like you can go in the car. You can have your moments. Yeah. yeah. But you just still have to know you have to trust the process. Right. Yeah. And that's how this all started, because it was we were talking about being because Amy is a boss lady. I'm a boss lady. You, you deal with other people's problems and you just mm-hmm. got delivered a package that you're like, okay, I can start over. Because even the best employees in the world all come with problems. And they're not bad things, right? No. But it's, okay, They their schedule, and you got to pick up after, and, 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 right? 
You know, when I was running the salon with the two employees, I was running it for them. Mm -hmm. You know, everything was about them, which I was more than happy to do because that's what Studio C was about. Um, You know, getting them clientele, making sure their books were full, making sure their needs are taken care of. And as as the boss lady, quote unquote, um, (laughs) our needs are last. Yeah. But that's why I think motherhood sets you up for that. Well, because Mm -hmm. you I mean, don't you feel like you always put yourself last for a lot of things? Yeah. Joe and I were talking about how like. We'll go through a drive-thru or go to the grocery store and not even think about what we eat. wanted to eat. We just, okay, this person likes this cereal and this person likes this. And then you just, you're just not even thinking about yourself very often. And that I, that's why I think what you do is incredibly important because women are terrible about, sometimes about taking the time to care for themselves. Right. So if you're doing something to make them feel good about themselves, that is wonderful. I think so. Um, when they're in my chair, it's all about them. Mm-hmm. And I am just, I feel very privileged to not only be in their personal space when you first meet someone. And we think about it, you go in to, to get your hair done. You sit down, you've never met this person before, and you, you're introducing yourself. And then you're in their personal space. And then you're you're working on their hair, their mm-hmm. personal appearance, something right. that you deal with every single day. And let me tell you, when I hear them say, I just, I haven't liked my hair. And for, well, for how long? Well, I don't know. I just, for three years, you've had a bad hair day for three years. I can't even handle one. And you've been going around for three years not feeling good. We got to change that. Well, that makes yeah. me sad because there's nothing worse than just having one bad hair day, I, let alone feeling terrible for three. I feel like I've never had a good hair day. <laughs> well, I guess you need to come sit in my chair, don't you? <laughs> I think true. it's just hard as as the person out looking for someone. You just go, okay, if I'm new to this community, where do I go? And how mm-hmm. do I know what I'm going to come out looking like? And then you get that word of mouth. And I think that goes to also what we were talking about before we started hitting record was you're not only behind the chair. You're not only doing the books and figuring everything out for your business. But then you have to get your advertising your reputation your everything mm-hmm. else so all of a sudden you've got to be your social media guru slash marketer also i mean it's a lot of things to try to do it's it's too much yeah. I, i've realized i actually do need to find an assistant um to do some of the day-to-day stuff uh just because i can't handle it all and that's one thing you you need to figure out if you're going to be a boss lady is you can have it all, just not all at once. And sometimes you just need a little help. And how do you delegate, right? Like, who do you delegate it to? That's right. we got to mm-hmm. find the right person. Then you hopefully don't have to go through too many assistants to figure out who's going to work with you. And, and it's okay to go through a lot, because I did. <laughs> I'm going to say full disclosure. Actually, I went through five people before I found the gem that I have right now. Well, I I watched um, when my husband became a manager and he just had such a hard time at first if he had to let anybody go. Yeah. And then he became when he was like looking for the right people. He was like, I hire slow and I fire fast. Mm -hmm. So he takes some time. But if they're not cutting it, bye. Yeah. I mean, you're good maybe somewhere else, but which is crazy. So having that conversation right now, that's so crazy, because I think as a boss woman, a boss lady, boss girl, when you cut somebody. When you say, yeah, you're just not cutting the mustard. Like, mm-hmm. it's not how we're built. That's not, that doesn't fit our salon. It's yep. not how I'm going to run this brokerage. They're like, whoa. 
Yeah. I had a guy recently do that to me. He was like, whoa. And he's, he tried to put it on me. He's like, that's you. I need better training. And I was like, mm, you maybe should have showed up for the last month. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I, it has been a personal struggle of mine because you telling the story how you made sure their books are full. You made sure they had clients. That's exactly what I've done as a broker is I've put everybody before me. I'm like, okay, you need clients. You need buyers. You need the training. You need to be able to go out there and hit the pavement running that then all of a sudden I'm always last. And I, you know, and then you train them and train them and then they leave. And they don't ever say thank you. Mm. They don't ever say, you know, I really appreciate all those things you did for me. I appreciate you showing up on that Sunday, staying late, getting me all these things done, giving up that time. But now I'm gone. And it's like, how do you deal with that? Mm -hmm. I must say that, like I said, the two employees that I had both thanked me and talked about how much they appreciate me in the years that they were with me. That's awesome. And we're still all very good friends like i said you you wish people well and um i've come to learn the term of bless and release oh you gotta bless and release can't worry about them you just have to bless and release and just do your best while you have them yes do your best and you know for me in hiring as we were talking about hiring and i have a policy of 90 days and if it doesn't work for you and you're gone there's no hard feelings and vice versa if it doesn't work for me and then you're gone mm-hmm. no you know you just you need to have a working relationship that clicks i love when people can that worked with me the two girls that worked with me could finish my sentences they were um my gatekeepers they did everything for me and i didn't realize just how much they did until now they're gone and i have to do everything myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of work to be me well it sounded like you did have the right people and hopefully can find some again or if you're going to get an assistant and then the key is like being able to know that you got somebody that you trust to do that so that you don't have to micromanage because then you might as well not have somebody Mm -hmm. you know if you have somebody that you really have to do that with it's not doing you any good well i'm not a babysitter number one Mm -hmm. that's Uh. the first thing i say when i hire i am not a babysitter I have things the way I like them. I don't micromanage, but I'm pretty particular, pretty particular on how I want things to be run Mm -hmm. or ran, however you want to put it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just the way it is. Well, it's your place. Exactly. But once you know the policies, what I expect, I'm not going to micromanage you. I love that you got called arrogant. I did. Isn't that great? <laughs> it actually made me smile. To, yeah, it makes me smile, too, because it's a, like looking at you. That's a huge compliment because it's like, you know exactly what you want and you're OK with it. Yep. And that's OK. And, and I think how that, dare you? you know, and I think that's, that's what people think. Yeah. How dare you be so confident <laughs> in what you want? And it's OK. It's okay. I think we need to accept that with other women too. Like when a woman does that, like you just did, instead of being like, whoa, did you hear her? You should look at her and smile and be like, go you. I am right? arrogant in the, <laughs> the good way. Right. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. I'm just fine. Arrogant, confidence, however you want to put it, that's how I'm going to take it. But why, walk away. why shouldn't you be? Right? Why, right. why should women be told like you have to be mousy or be like, oh, I just I'm not very good at that. And I'm not very. I mean, you see women apologizing for themselves. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. It's OK to not be good at anything. But why can't you be happy with what you are good at? Right. I love telling people yeah. I can't cook. Right. I about it. Cooking. 
<laughs> and they're like, no way. You do so much other. It's like, yeah, I can't do it all. You, know, you, can't, can't, you can't do it all. Right. Nope. And that's okay. You know, I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. And um, I'll play it to my advantage when I can. And how did you get to where you're at? Because you have done so well at being beautiful, I think. You know how to take care of yourself. You do take care of yourself. You take time for yourself. I do. Well, I am in the beauty industry. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, but do you honestly feel that because you said you have to give 110% what you can even get accomplished? Do you feel that you give yourself enough like time and self-care and relaxation and that Yes, I um, have learned, well, my kids got to a certain age where you can finally feel good at giving yourself an hour to work out in the day Um, and then just kind of a little bit more and more time. But I've always made time for um, the facials, the Mm -hmm. lasers, the treatments, because that's what makes me feel good. Right. And when you're sitting in my chair, it's amazing how many women ask me about all that stuff, all that self-care, you know, whether it be Botox, um, fillers, whatever injections, laser treatments, um, and facials, where I go, what I do. Um, yeah, because your skin looks great. Thank you. And that's the point. It is. It's very important to me. That's what makes me happy. That's what fills my cup is when I I feel good about that, my skin. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... Um, and my appearance is, as I age, I'm going to fight the aging. I love getting older. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I like the wisdom, if mm-hmm. that's what you want to call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the uh, I don't care attitude as I get older as Same. well. Same. Um, but I do like fighting the aging process. <laughs> and I'm it. not afraid to admit it. Well, that's awesome. That it should be. It, be, it should be because that's what you love and what makes you feel good. Right. And that's it. Not because somebody else is pressuring you to do it or whatever. Or expect, you know. ex- expect, expects it. It's just, it's me. It's what I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I just talked to a, a friend of mine yesterday that um, just had, uh, let's see, her last baby was like, what, a year or something. And so she's just getting done nursing and she goes, my boobs are flat as pancakes and I just, I want new ones. And I go, go you. I'm glad for you. I don't care. Go for it. I got a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go good for you. I actually got a couple of them. So if she wants to stay in state, I got a good one. If she wants to go down to Florida, I got a good one too. <laughs> that's the point, though. It's like, if that's what you want, great. But if somebody else is telling you, you yeah. need it, nah. No. Right. That's what I have a problem with. Right. And there's nothing wrong with keeping that youthful look. And you said fighting the aging process, but I don't I don't see it as fighting it. It's why can't you go all the way through life and do the best job of taking care of yourself that you can. And mm-hmm. whatever that may be, why can't it be? If somebody says, hey, I want to be all natural. My mom is all natural. Like, go you, mom. Go I don't, for it. I don't yep. want to do that. I want, And don't shame me because I want to take care of myself. That's just it, though. In the public guy, I feel like, on social media, like we talked about, mm-hmm. you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because mm-hmm. if you go all natural or whatever, then it's, oh, God, look how old she is. And if not, oh my gosh, look at all that's fake. You can't win. So you just have to win with yourself and right. just go, this is what I like. What's funny in my chair too, I have more women I try to convince to stop coloring their hair. That's, I mean, I'm literally taking money out of my pocket, but I know that just their natural gray, the, the white, the beautiful white hair that they're covering up would just be stunning. Right. Them. But you know, 
it has to be their time and when they're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I tell you what, I, I try because sometimes natural is better. Yeah, right? sometimes it is. Mm-hmm. But everybody does go gray at different times. And so like the women on um, my husband's side of the family, they I mean, I think they were in their 20s when and they I mean it runs in their family that it just goes white. And so until they got maybe into their 50s, his sisters, they they were not going to go white. But now they are. And it's gorgeous. Right, because they gorgeous. get that white hair. The mm-hmm. beautiful. I mean, it's it's stunning. Well, you know? in all of it, yeah, the grays and stuff. Well, men are called silver foxes. Uh-huh. They, can let, they can let their hair go. And okay. I've, I've come with silver minks for women. Ooh, I like Ooh. it. And there is such a thing, because I had to look it up just to make sure I'm not <laughs> yeah. handling something off that wasn't for real. <laughs> you can make stuff up. I, I made it up. Silver minks. Silver minks. I like, I like it. it. Yeah, yeah, for women. And it's, it is. It's beautiful. And some of them, it just makes their everything look better on them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love that well this has been so fun i just think that it's nice to highlight people that are doing different ways of just owning their own i don't know bossness mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i don't know what you want to call it well there's so many terms you've got boss lady boss babe girl boss what do you think which one's your favorite and which one do you like or don't like the most i'm not a fan of girl boss okay not a fan of that one boss- why is that um, well, I'm not a girl. I'm a woman. And I, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I find it kind of more of an insult than anything. Just like we were talking previously, Amy, you had said, well, there's no boy bosses around here. And I'm like, oh, I'm not a girl boss either. Mm-mm. No. Um, boss, babe. Uh, that's totally you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's what, what's it, the meaning of it is something around of a woman owning her own business and leading her own business, which is true. I mean, I can be a boss babe or there's like I said, boss lady. Uh, like I said, I'm hot and cold about it. <laughs> Just depends upon how I'm feeling. Well, it's been a fun series, whether or not we actually use that um, term or not. It's been just really fun to talk to different women leaders in the community. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't feel like everybody realizes how many are out there. Right. And I don't think it has to be a public leader. I think sometimes right. we get caught up like, oh, she has to own this mega business and she has to. But it, I feel like there's a lot of everyday women that can be boss ladies. Mm-hmm. Women that seriously, you run your household, yeah. you're a boss lady. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Run a department at work. You don't have to own a business. You can run a department or just run yourself well, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you do mm-hmm. uh, to be called a boss lady or a boss babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, the lady that we have at our front desk now um, is new, and I would call her a boss lady, even though she doesn't actually oversee anybody because she is running That's- this place so well, like never before. It's just like, and it feels good. <gasps> You're doesn't amazing. It? Doesn't yeah. it feel good when yes. someone knows? Yes. And you ask her, oh, do you think you could? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And she will learn it and yeah. she will do it. And it's with a positive attitude and she's just she's got it running like clockwork and uh-huh. she's not in charge of anybody she but, sounds like my emma yeah, like okay. they're just like a controller oh yeah and they're so good at it so good i well, love you know, it and and also i think being a, a a boss lady or a boss babe is surrounding yourself <laughs> with other boss babes and leaders and and people who truly believe in you that that they smile when you walk into a room and you feel good around them and they build you up and you can learn stuff from each other. Right. So there's an old adage, you are the sum of the five people you surround yourself with. My uncle told me that. And it's so true. And I was going to say that too. I was going to, if we had more time, I was going to talk about, you are really connected with some 
powerful women in the community and and you do align yourself with some women that can make some good decisions and are confident in themselves and that's a good thing it is i i love the the group i surround myself with i trust them and um i don't feel like i'm the smartest woman in the room and if i did then i need to find myself a new group you know mm-hmm. and i hope they i hope they feel the same about me being with me and 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 having different perspectives on topics but yeah i, I do surround myself with some pretty damn smart women and it's good, women. good to do that and that's yep. like i think a little piece of advice for life if you're not around the right women if they're not lifting you up they're not telling you positive things they're not making you or encouraging you to be a better you because i think sometimes it's even like your friends or your five need to say yeah so by the way you need to stop doing that oh you know yep. mm-hmm. they got to be truthful to you and if they aren't doing that they're not the right group or look yeah. internally like if you get a text from them asking you to come out and do something are you like oh Oh, <laughs> or her. trying to get out of it or are you mm. like oh my god i would love to i haven't seen you for a while let's have lunch mm-hmm. or, you know just you know okay well just because we've been friends for a while doesn't mean we can't gravitate to other if, people yep if they're not lifting you up oh, just that that one or two people too that can pull you back into reality and you know i like i said i have that one friend that i'm like you're the only friend that can call me an idiot you know, yeah. when I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing <laughs> in life. You have to have that one friend that can be completely honest. I don't judge, but I'm going to tell you how I feel. Thank yeah. you. Yep. By the way, we've got rain that in. You got yeah. rain that back yeah. in. And that's Girl. true. That's a good friend. And you're too, like, to be, what? To be Real? honest, almost brutally and yeah. know that that's okay. And it's all on that love. stress level. It mm-hmm. is. Out of love. Yes. All out of love. And, it, and you can tell when it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and those are the friends that... Or the people, acquaintances that you need to kind of shift away from when you know it's not true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that. I love that. Anything else, Joe, you want to cover? No, I think Crystal did a good job of being a boss babe and telling you how to be beautiful. Well, not too yourself. bad Don't for my first my hair podcast, today. I had a right? late, late night last night. I had a late week all last week. I'm still recovering. I'm uh, I'm I can't do those all nighters. And let me tell you, New York doesn't New York doesn't shut down. So oh no, a city that it. never sleeps, never right? sleeps. That's why they call it that. That is absolutely true. I've been there twice, and whew, yeah, that crazy city scares me. Like I'm like I want to go, but I'm like so scared to go. Why? It because one of the best cities. I'm this little farm girl. I grew up no. in like Podunk. You should see it. I'm know, actually but... going again in October, and now I can't wait to see it in the fall. Really? But it is. It's overwhelming, it's but it's huge. so cool to see. Yeah, you feel like you're in a movie or TV show because that's the only place you ever see it until you're there, and you're like. See, and I'm an this inner city girl. This is how people girl. really live. Yeah. I'm an inner city. I love the city. I'm a city girl. That's that's my really? jam. So I know New York. I would tag along. So does a town like Alexandria kind of drive you crazy because there's not enough going on? Without, I mean, you can say, "Oh, I love it here," but no, actually, do you I miss I, that hustle bustle. I do, um, but it slowed my life down in different ways. I still get my city fixes, as like just telling you, I was just in New York, and I do. I love to travel, uh-huh. and I think that's what keeps me um, going in life. And, and happy to raise my children here, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I take them traveling places to get them a little culture and they're getting that travel bug, which I love. So um, living in Alexandria has been wonderful in that sense. Yeah. yeah. It's been great. Um, but I just know my city is, you know, two hours away or three hour flight 
Depends where I'm going. <laughs> I'd love to follow you with a camera, Joe, when you go to the big city. Oh, my gosh. It's not like I've never been somewhere big, but, yeah, I went to Nashville. And I was like, oh, boy. Oh, my. Oh, my. And they're like, is she new? I did, however, for the first time, which it surprised me, I took a water taxi for the first time in New York. So oh. that was exciting. That was, a, that was a first time thing. So that's exciting. I never think there was uh, something, a first I could do it in New York and... There, there was my my husband. My husband booked one of those bike taxis, sure, where people just pedal bikes, just because he thought it was funny, because he's a large man. And I was like, that was not nice. <laughs> so that's he tipped a good him reel. very well, but I was like, why did you do that? That's to a, that, poor guy? that guy probably put that as his reel. <laughs> he's got a social media guy too. It was the other guy biking next to him? Like, dude, look at this. <laughs> I'd look that guy up if I was you. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's do a little bit of your marketing for you, uh, Crystal, for Studio C. Tell people where you're located. Throw out your website, phone number, or whatever if they want to look you up. Fill well, your chair. I, I am located at 312 North Nokomis. I'm the cute white house across from Caribou or right next to the squeaky car wash. That is me. Um, StudioCSalonMN.com is where you can find me. And on social media, it's all Studio C Salon MN. Don't forget that MN or you'll be going someplace else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Crystal. That was so fun. And I'm Joanna Viaz with Real Estate by Joe. As always, we sell faster, hardworking Minnesota farm girl. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Top tech companies like Intel have a secret to their success. They get the best talent, reliable infrastructure, and save on costs by expanding in Ohio, the new Silicon Heartland. Learn how your business can succeed in Ohio. Visit successinohio.com.